I'm Brett Reeves. And I'm Juan Reeves. We're second-generation restaurant owners carrying on our father's legacy. We've been on a number of TV shows from Good Morning America to Guy's Grocery Games. And now we're starting our own podcast. Some people say that he's a handsome guy, even so much so he's pretty. This dude is definitely funny. <laughs> Together that makes us pretty, pretty funny. funny. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It is the Pretty Funny Podcast. And Juan, we've got... A wonderful guest today. Man, we are upping our game on a regular basis. Week after week, episode after episode, we keep upping our game. So, you know, we got uh, it's somewhat of a legend. He's a local graduate. I, you don't have to even say somewhat. I guess I really should just say he's a legend. <laughs> this brother's yeah, a legend. Really? You should. <laughs> <laughs> graduate of Skyline High School. Yes, sir. Attended the Ohio State University. Okay. No, I, I graduated from there, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, likes, he likes to make sure because... I'll, I'll tell you, I'll come back to that. Okay. When I worked I in NBC, there was a lot of people. Oh, there's a lot of people there. No, there's a I lot of people. This Some people just went. Yeah, yeah that's it. Bob Costas attended right. Syracuse. Right. He did not graduate. He did right. not. I knew that because I worked behind the scenes. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So Flex. I spent 19 years at the, at the Dallas Morning News. First person in 122 history to go from intern to columnist. Baller. That's a baller. Baller. Covered sports for ESPN Radio, covered sports for ESPN, co-hosted a radio show that was just blowing up called The Jam Session. Man. He's covered 25 Super Bowls. Yes, sir. Two World Series, two finals. Come on. NBA finals. Come on. NHL finals. What? Man has done everything, even the Olympics. And, you know, he's been there for all the big stuff. Yeah. Emmett, Emmett Smith hitting his, his all-time record. Oh, yeah. He's truly, truly, truly a legend. And yeah. right now he's spending his time. Hey, we got to hear more about we what got, this I is. Mean, this is JJ, oh, JJT man. Media Group. Oh, we, but yes. he's, 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 you see his stuff in The Athletic. Yeah. You see him in ESPN. You still see him on the Dallas Morning News where he spent yes. so many years. He's everywhere. And not only that, he's not just, just gathering all these accolades. Yeah. He's sharing them. Because he's yeah. also a professor at SMU, you see that. You so see I, that? it's just a privilege and honor, and I know we're gonna we're gonna get schooled because we're right. he's a professional interviewer. Right. Yeah, and I got your list right there. Uh oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's a professional interviewer, so he's gonna give us some some tips and notes after the show. Right. But for now, let's give a warm jam session welcome to the one, the only Jean Jacques Taylor. Yes. Where the jam session bowl at, dog? Y'all oh, must have left the food man. in. So, so restaurateurs showed up with no food. So no, no, here's no. the deal. This is the deal. Here's the deal. Yes. We have something for you. That's my dog. Wait, wait, wait. But, but <laughs> I know oh. as a as a fan, right. I know that you do have a, a regimen. And I didn't know where you were today. If this was a jam session right. day, or this is a like I'm going no, light. No, every day, every day a jam session day. Doc. Oh, yes. See, check so. this out. See, check this out. Me and my boys, we get it done at five o'clock in the morning. Right. So if you eat bad during the day, yeah. you already worked out. Okay. And if you eat bad during the day and you really ate bad, you go work out again. There you go. Okay. So I'm good. So I'm a future, fat boy for life. In the future, I, like I know. It. Mentally. Yes. <laughs> but physically. physically. I, I'm sexy. Physically. <laughs> so I just want people that aren't talk in the room. Talk to him. Talk to him. I need you to understand. We got a lot of sexy going it's on. It's a sexy battle happening today. You got you, you know Jacques. I yes. mean, if you know Jacques, you know he's one right. of the sexiest men in the world. Right. We also got Sexy Ramon over here. On Sexy the Ramon on the camera. Sexy Ramon on the camera. We got two guys that have lost guys, and now they are just doing things. And killing the game, brother. And, uh, yeah, so we had to get that out here. Yeah, we got to get that out of the way. Thank you so much for being here. But let's, yeah. let's get rolling. I got a question. I've got the question that I think a lot of people want to know. Okay. I mean, I, mean, I just we want to I'm ready. I'm, I, you got, I'm excited about today. What people don't know is we grew up right by each other and didn't know it. Right. Because – 
our our dad's house is on on uh what, rugged, rugged rugged yeah rugged and tree line rugged. we're on tree line but yeah. it was rugged and you were on oh, wind yeah. chime right yeah. what's it say on my Twitter profile rugged and lead better baby that's, that's, that's it. me that's it. old cliff so a whole lot that's of the question I have a brother that's growing up on rugged and lead better and the producers on on old cliff. And wait, wait. <laughs> Dr. Dave. What, Westmoreland and Keys. Talk to him, Dave. I'm just saying. See? So then you would, uh, you a, brothers in the room will understand where this question comes from. Come on, from. are we ready? All right. How many brothers from Rugged and Ledbetter do you know with French names? See what I'm saying? <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs> where, you do? where does a One. brother from Oak Cliff come up with Jean-Jacques? Oh, it's really pretty simple, dog. Yeah. My, uh, my mother was a uh, double major in college. She went to Fisk. Okay. In, in Nashville, yep. okay. French and Spanish. Uh, so I could have been Juan Carlos. Oh, <laughs> but it just ended up being Jean Jacques. Yeah. And uh, you know, the interesting thing is, I couldn't stand my name as a youngster. Why? Because you were getting clowned on the regular. Well, no, I, I, too, I, I would fight you. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I wasn't getting clowned on yeah, the regular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I hate the first day of school. Oh yeah, Gene Taylor. Taylor. Gene Taylor. Oh. Because number one, they That's, didn't put the hyphen in there. Right. There you go. Uh, you have to be adamant, like on my driver's license. It took me until I was like in my forties to be like, "Nah, dog, this is not a middle name." I'm that right for, for them to do it right. Right, right. Um, so first day of school, Jean Taylor. No, it's not Jean. It's, no, it's Jean. It's Jean, or you can call me Jean Jacques, but I'm not answering to Jean. Right, I'm just not. <laughs> no. And throughout all of my schooling, I only had one teacher act a fool about that. Really? Are Lin- you serious? Yeah, Linda Prater. Okay. Ninth grade. Oh Skyline wow. High School. I call you by your name. Well, it's Jean. No, it's it's Jean. How and can so, someone tell you what your name is? White woman with privilege. There you go. Oh, there it is. <laughs> no, it's just that. <laughs> that simple, ladies and, and so, gentlemen. <laughs> so, but uh, growing up, so, I was no, always shocked. But that's in, that's that's an ignorant teacher. Well, yeah. Well, because yeah. Jacques- I'm gonna tell y'all off the air what happened to her. <laughs> okay. Because really, this was because I was I was telling this story to somebody later, like years later, like, yeah. oh, you know what happened to her? I said, no, what? And this person ended up being a teacher, so she actually knew, knew her. what happened to it. Oh, oh wow. Mm. It was, yeah, I'll tell you. Unfortunate. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> um, so I was always Jacques. My mother always called me Jacques. I was never Jean-Jacques. I was always okay. Jacques. Right. And then uh, I went to college, and uh, I started writing for the Columbus Dispatch. And okay. uh, I had brought my, and I was writing for the Lantern, which is a school paper at Ohio State. Right. And I brought one of my stories home because I was, my dad was teaching at Ohio State. Right. It was good and that was bad. Mm. Uh, <laughs> now it was good. I'm getting off track. It was no, good no, you, because um, it's my dad. And so uh, I didn't grow up with him because my parents got divorced when I was six. Right. My dad stayed and moved to Ohio. My mom moved to Texas. Mm-hmm. But we used to go up there every summer. So I had a good time with my dad. Yeah. So living with him was cool. But the problem was I should have been on the you know, campus the first year. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially for me coming out of state. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I wasn't. So that's why I was good and bad. But anyway, gotcha. I brought a story home. I said, hey, check this out. He said, it's a great story. He said, but uh, you should use your full name on your byline. I said, why? Mm-hmm. He said, oh, it's very distinctive. It's very unique. It'll catch people's eyes and attention. Yeah. And it'll it'll just, just trust me, it'll work out well if you do that. Yeah. So I was really that cat who if my parents told me to do something, even I didn't really agree with it, I'd just be like, ah, I'll roll it out and see how it worked out. Yeah. So it worked out good. And that's how, that's how the byline became Jean-Jacques Taylor. Oh, that's how, Dang. I mean, I remember, so I, I grew Your up. Your pops hit to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. I remember coming back to Dallas when I was working for Hoop It Up and reading the paper. And I remember, I don't know if it was right after I came Hoop It Up or when I was in Europe, whatever. I remember seeing this picture of this black guy named Jean-Jacques. And yeah. I and I I was like, 
what what's going on here? Right, <laughs> Who's right, this guy. Right, and but then I was like, okay, I'm reading. I'm reading read the article. Though. I'm reading. Well, I'm reading the you article. Read the article. Like, you be like, God. And dog, then I'm thinking, you know, Joker's a beast. I'm like, where did where did this guy come from? Not right. having any clue that you right. grew up literally right, right. around the corner from Bishop Dunn, where we went to high school and all yeah. that. So that's that was a uh, very interesting to, to to figure that out. Yeah, it was great. I mean, you know, I, I remember reading the paper. You know, early young. Yeah. You know, because you always high school. You show out on a Friday night, you got to go get the papers. You got to oh, go yeah. see how you did. You got to see how you did. Absolutely. And then you, you see Jacques, you know, you'd be like, say, man, like, and it was, I don't know. How did it feel for you? Because being, you know, a young black man, I see a brother that's in the paper, like with the, sometimes like the headlines, the big articles. You'd be like, right. dang, did you realize some of the people you were inspiring? Like then, yeah, I, would, I would say no, but this is <laughs> no. Nah, yeah. I mean for real, but I, mean, this, yeah. I was just doing what I do. Right, uh, is what is my purpose. What I put here to do is what I wanted to do ever since I was a little kid. Yeah, uh, but what I did do is uh, I, I used to do this on purpose when it fit. Is um, if I was writing something and it fit and it made sense, I would say I would include that I went to Holmes Academy. Mm. Oh, okay. Or I would include okay. that I went to Maynard Jackson. Yeah. Uh, elementary school, right, right, uh, or that I went to Skyline, right, yeah. So that if somebody like me was reading it, they'd be like, "Oh, okay, so you can do that." Because when I was growing up, there were no black columnists. No, no, there were, no. There wasn't them. I mean, there ain't that many black columnists now. No, and, uh, there certainly certainly weren't that many black reporters. But uh, you know, I I was just like, this is what I want to do. So I'm gonna be single minded in my focus and make it happen. Man, it was great. You read those articles, it'd be like, it speak right to you, and oh. it'd be like great insight. You know, it was, man, and it was, it was, it was. I mean, I'll be, I'll be honest. When it was cool to see that he was black. Oh, hundred percent. For me, brother, it was 100%. like Prentice. I worked at NBC right when uh -huh. I was in college. Uh -huh. Prentice Rogers in Atlanta. Right. Stephen A was in Philadelphia. Right. That's all I remember. <laughs> that, that's what I said. It wasn't that many, though. Kevin, oh, yeah. Kevin Blackstone. Yeah. Right. And then I didn't see anybody else for a while. And then all of a sudden, here's this French guy. Right. <laughs> this French brother. <laughs> right, right, right. Is what I'm thinking. And I'm right. like, all right, cool. He's it. And, and then, you know, it, it was, that's, that was, to me, that was inspiring. Because right. at the time, I was trying to figure out between, you know, you know, business or TV or what I was trying to do. And, right. and, and it was cool to see guys doing stuff that, that, that looked like me. So, like, you go from, you know, columnist. I mean, then you start having all of these opportunities. I mean, ESPN. Like, you get all of these major opportunities. Like, how, how do you leave the great job as a columnist at Morning News? Right. Great job from our perspective. Right. And go, I mean, ESPN's cool, and I get it in a way, but it's like, how, how do you make that transition? Because wasn't that part of your, were you, weren't you working up your yeah. ladder there? Well, you know, it was... Um, it's it's probably the toughest professional decision I had to make mm. because here's why. Mm -hmm. If and you just have to keep it real. Mm -hmm. If you go from intern <laughs> to columnist at a place like the Dallas Morning News, yeah. Okay, that's your personal deal is great. You mm -hmm. straight. But what else? You become the example they can use for everybody else about, hey, look, hey, you, you can, too can do this or right. you too can do that. Yeah. Right. And so basically you got a job for life, right. basically, mm -hmm. unless you mess it up. Mm -hmm. Sure. Because they're not going to lay you off That means, so because you've reached the heights, and right. I was good. Right. So, right. But when you come in with ESPN, you're like, I can stay here, and I can be straight basically forever. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, because I was one of the few, you know, because the thing about the newspaper business is it's not a contract business. It's, right. If you offer me a job, I go lead tomorrow. You know, my two weeks notice, whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. 
So even back then, I was one of the few columnists, few people at the paper who had a contract. Oh, wow. Um, you know, or actually, no, here's what happened. They offered me a contract mm-hmm. once I got this offer from ESPN. Oh, wow. Uh, and uh, the thing about ESPN was, uh, you know, my dad had told me, and you guys understand this. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, yeah, my dad's a wealth of wisdom. Oh, mm-hmm. hey, 100%. For real. Oh, yeah. yeah. Us too. Uh, matter of <laughs> fact, I'm finna show y'all something. This, I got this in my phone. Yeah. Because I did a project for him and asked my, my brother and my sister about it. What'd you say? Henry Taylor's Rules for Life. Oh, oh wow. wow. This is my phone. <laughs> There's 10 of them. Oh, wow. These are the top 10. I could add like 10 more, but these are the top 10. And uh, one of the things he told me was, mm-hmm. you only get the hammer so many times in your career. Hmm. When you get it, swing it like Thor. <laughs> God. Dog. <laughs> Dr. Dave. That <laughs> is that's Say. Money. Nah, that's what he told hey, me. That need to be on a mug <laughs> or a t-shirt. Man, we need nah, to, we, that, we'll talk about we'll the t-shirt. That's what he told me. So I'm talking back and forth with ESPN. And again, you got to have friends and people who, who understand. And so I, I called one of my people at the, um, at the morning news. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. said, hey, what does this person make? Mm. I'll tell you all off there. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And they told me. I said, okay, that's cool. As I told ESPN, I don't need to be in this dude's neighborhood. Yeah. I mean, I don't have to be next door to him, but I need to be in his cul-de-sac. Mm-hmm. Say, hey, hey, <laughs> <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> and um, they put me in the cul-de-sac. All hey. right. And so at that point, it's just a matter of you're going to stay. Right. Because more news offered me some more money, and that was fine. Right. But at a certain point, it's if you're going to grow and see how big you can be. Yeah. You got to take that step. Yeah. Yeah. And so I bounced. Um, And like what I like to say and what I tell everybody is the first two, because it was ESPN Dallas. That was even better. Right. First two years at ESPN was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. It was everything they said it was going to be. The last, the middle two years at ESPN was cool. Mm -hmm. The last two years at ESPN was a poop show. Oh, Oh, wow. And it didn't matter. Check this out. That was making more money than I ever made before. Wow. Because... Money, as they tell you, will yeah. not buy you happiness. Mm. <laughs> Money buys you some other stuff. Yeah. Yes. But it ain't gonna buy you happiness. And so hmm. uh, I was part of those people who got laid off. I mean, they laid off like a zillion people oh, in yeah. 2016. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh But you were ready for it. I remember you talking on your radio show about hey, this this you had a game plan. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I'm a Capricorn. So I'm always gonna have a plan. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I mean there you go. People People in high school would tell you about my plans. Uh-oh. <laughs> my plans, my dad would tell you about my plans. I always got a plan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, always. I changed that thing, but I always got a plan. Yeah. So I had, I had, uh, I was straight because uh, I had the radio show on the ticket. Right. I mean, on ESPN Radio, so I was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, I started working at NBC. We're doing the thing with New It right. on Sundays. And so yeah. I was straight. So. Yeah. Which was really good. I, I just want to say. Man. That was really good. Man, we got, we. Man. Y'all were, I love New It. When he was on the radio, right? I think he's great. Like he just has a wealth of knowledge. You guys together, that was very cool. You know that why? was very cool. You what? know why? Why is that? Knew it, Capricorn too. There it really? is, <laughs> Capricorn. You know I'm a Capricorn. I know that. Yep. Yeah. Knew it, knew it into December. I'm beginning January, so we okay. vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got the same mindset. Oh yeah. wow. Yeah, y'all. I mean, well, we'll ass off the ass. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I just I always wonder. Yeah, yeah okay. I just wonder if y'all never did any projects. I mean, just we, uh, the you know, check this out. Check this out. Check this out. Yeah. Um, and y'all, see, I tell you this out because y'all know about this. Yeah. You can talk about doing projects with people for years. Right. right. 
but it ain't till the timing is right yes, for sir. both of y'all yes, and sir. the fit is right, right for y'all to make it happen. Right. You're 100%. Right. And we still, because me and Clarence Hill have been talking about projects for years. Right. Oh, yeah. And yeah. we ain't been able to find the right project at the right time with the right fit right. that works. But right. when it comes. But when it comes, it's going to hit. You know yeah. it's going to work because you guys right. already worked. So me and Newey was talking about some stuff over the last few years. Like, okay. if we could ever get this, get it situated like this and like this and like that, we could probably do something that's nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I, we, we saw that. We saw the, sh- the show. When y'all started doing the show, I was like, I was like oh, man, these jokers here going to mess around uh, and do something. I ain't talked to Newey about this in depth, but I'm pretty sure that now that I'm back, for my adventures in Jackson. Yeah. I'll be on NBC Sunday nights next. All right, All right. now. That's next what's up. All right. That's what's yeah. up. We'll like that. So, Go you ahead. Got, so this, okay, so JJT. Yes. Huh? Oh, yeah, duh. Huh? <laughs> okay, so you he, he talked about always having a plan. Always having a plan. So, the, uh, the stint at ESPN kind of was over. Right. But you already were putting some stuff in play. Well, what happened was the pandemic hit. Ah. And so I was doing uh, I was doing radio with Matt McLaren. Right. We do a podcast now. Yeah. Jam Session Podcast. Jam Session. Jam Session. Podcast. Y'all need to take a listen to that. You got to listen to <laughs> it. Download that joker. Listen to uh, him. Every, every three times a week. Yeah. Dude. And the radio show was going great. Yeah. It was. We had, uh, we had moved into top 10. I think it was top 11 for the first time. Yeah. Uh, it was really going well. We y'all talk- took that thing from nothing. I mean, from, no, from we that was. Spot uh, from- let's tell the truth. We was thirty-one. We was thirty-one <laughs> okay, out of thirty-one. I'm just, I'm just trying to say. <laughs> Are you serious? It was thirty. No, we when was thirty-one. Y'all, when y'all took over. Yes, oh, like wow. at the bottom. I mean, and I knew it was struggling, man. I'm, but I'm gonna tell you what happened. We hung around in the twenties for 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 a long time. I mean, right. we did the show together for two years at at uh, ESPN. Mm-hmm. We hung around the twenties for about a year. Okay, and some change. And you know what happened? Hmm. The pandemic happened. Mm. And it started in March. That's right. And that was built for us because we could talk about more than sports. Right. Where other sports shows may have struggled to talk about stuff other than sports. You guys we went could, into movies and TV shows, about streaming. And the ratings took off. Yeah. Beer. <laughs> the ratings took off to the point we were having, uh, we had basically had conversations. This was ESPN now. We had basically had sure. conversations that they were going to move us to drive time. Oh, three, wow. to three to seven. Whoa. Which is what? That's where you're trying that's to be. The that's the market. Spot. Yeah. That's yeah. the money spot. Either, that's it. Either, either, either morning, right. morning drive or afternoon drive. That's where the money's at. So we had talked to them, and that was basically, that was one of those, well, we can't promise this to you, but. This is where we're headed. Yeah, this right. is where we're going. Yeah. Right. Well, then the pandemic hit. Yeah. And initially, I asked the pandemic, what I was, yeah. a moment in time. Right. But then, um, as I was explaining this to my kids at SMU a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. it became like, okay, check this out. It's the pandemic. They're not playing no sports. Mm. If they're not playing no sports, what are they not doing? They're not selling no tickets to no sports. Right. If they're not playing sports and they're not selling no tickets, they ain't doing no advertising. Mm. Right. If they ain't doing no advertising, radio built on advertising. That's yep. why we care about these ratings. Right. They're only going to go so long with no advertising before they start coming <laughs> for folks. Yes, yeah. sir. Either pay reductions or furloughs or whatever. Right. right. And so as it started going on and on and on, I was like, Dude, I got to come up with a plan. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Just in case. Yeah, because you know, you know, you still got to keep the bills on, right. right? And so I was working out with my boy Zeus, mm-hmm. um, and we were working. He, he used to live at the Katy Building oh. downtown. Okay, yeah. yeah. And we yeah. were working because all the gyms were closed. Oh, okay, yeah. So we were working at his apartment gym. Okay, okay. or condo gym, whatever. And uh, I was jumping rope one day in July, and I was like, dog. 
I think I can write love stories and sell them to people. Hmm. <laughs> and uh, he said, you think? I said, you know what? I'm going to a wedding tonight. Yeah. So I called my wife. And I said, hey, don't get these people no wedding gift. She's like, why not? It's <laughs> like I'm finna write. We don't really like him like that. <laughs> I said, I'm finna write their wedding gift. Right. So I explained it to her. She says, "Oh, okay." So really, I got him a car and said, "When we get back from your honeymoon, call you. I'm gonna write a love. I'm gonna write your love story." Yeah. Came back, called him, went over, interviewed him, did it, and then I knew what I wanted to do with it, but I couldn't figure out how to get it done, how to display it. Yeah. So I did what any enterprising young journalist would do. <laughs> I called my high school journalism teacher. I said, hey, this is what I'm trying to do. Is there some program I can do that'll do it? Yeah. And she said, I think I know what you're talking about. I said, I'll send you a picture. So I sent her a picture of what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. And I gave it to her. She said, oh, I can do this in about 30 minutes. I said, okay, you hired. <laughs> and so wow. I sent it to her. She did it. I went over there. I bought a frame for it. I presented it to them. And they went crazy. And the good thing was I taped it. And so I put it on Facebook the next day. I had like, right. I had like eight or nine orders within yeah. a couple of days. I was like, okay, okay, I can do this. Yeah. yeah. And so that became one aspect of my business, and that sustained me for a minute. Yeah. And then, you know, the problem, and again, I point out to y'all, when you start in a business, is what's your worth? How much can I charge somebody? Right. right. How do you know? 100%. Right. Because you never think people will pay as much as you think, like, they should pay. Right, right, right. right. So you always undersell yourself initially. Right. And so I did that for a long time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think we all did. Yeah, but see, but then I got more <laughs> clients, and then I started getting you know clients who had nonprofits. Yeah. Okay, you actually have some money, right? Yeah, right. So you got a budget, right? Yeah, basically you got a budget. <laughs> That's right. Can yeah. I? Can how it, much? How, what can I get off that budget? Yeah, yeah. How about this? And they's like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, I was like, oh, oh, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> all right. <laughs> did I and hear so, a yeah and a sure? <laughs> and so it I became nonprofits, and then yeah. it became some companies. And so I don't do as many personal ones, although I still do some. Yeah. Juan has a couple. Say. I have two. Hey. I, know, Brent, I ain't saying nothing about your brother, cheap ass. <laughs> no, let's go. It's a true story. It's like he knows <laughs> it. It's like it's he knows you. I'm no, sorry. I mean, you know, Frugal. Not no, cheap. Right, but, but anyway. I ain't um, scared of cheap. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, so now Brent, I've, I've bumped up and now I've got some companies that I'm working with. Right. Um, in a, but that's just one element of the things I do. Uh, pretty yeah. much I tell people, if you need it written, I can basically do it. It's just Absolutely. how you want it done and, um, you know, what what you want done. And yeah. I, can, I can pretty much tailor it and do it for you. So when you're making this plan, okay, the, the planner, Uh-oh. JJT the planner, right, right, right. who planned on being a columnist from a child who works his way up to the biggest media, sports media broadcasting organization in the world, Leaves that, comes back with this program. Right. Were you thinking, I'm also going to someday still be on Sports Illustrated? Was that always a thing for you? <laughs> no, man. Right. You know what, man? This, this is what my dad told me. Yeah. yeah. My mom gave great advice, too. Mm-hmm. My mom is really how I, how I got jumped into the business, so to speak. Mm. Meaning, <laughs> I did, that didn't come out right. That's, yeah. That's okay. That's I mean, hey, Oak Cliff, baby. But I go it's back okay. to the roots. Like, right. I had an interview set up to do an internship. Okay. okay. And I was doing really good at Ohio State. Mm-hmm. I was like, because, and I say that meaning I had become known around campus. And in my mind, I was like, if I showed up here from Texas mm-hmm. at this school of 50,000, and now I'm known around campus, I'm good. Um, Absolutely. So 
I was so good. I was like, I don't need this interview. I'm finna just graduate, go start my my deal. Mm. And my mother was like, take the interview. You've never been on a real job interview. So take the interview with the paper. Mm. And uh, it was Cincinnati Inquirer. Mm-hmm. She said, just, just understand, because she worked in HR. She said, understand how the interview process works, blah, 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 blah. I said, all right. What I tell you, I do. What my parents suggest. Just something. do what they say. Yeah. So, but I showed up, what? Not caring about whether I got the job or not. Right. right. So right. I acted a fool. Right. I was like, I was relaxed because I didn't care. Yeah. Right. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm this, I'm that. Right. Yeah, y'all would be lucky to have somebody like me. Right. I'm not really even all that interested. Right. <laughs> and when I was done, the guy was like, It's <laughs> like, sorry to bother you, Mr. Taylor. No, he was like, this is one of the best interviews I've ever had. Oh, wow. We'd love oh, for you wow. to come. Wow. And so at that point, I was like, oh, all right, I'll come. <laughs> and so so I went, you took the job? Yeah, this is a summer internship. <laughs> yeah. So I took it. I blew it up. Okay. And I was like, okay, now I'm really straight. Oh, yeah. Right. And then I came back, and I was, hey, I'm graduating. I'm finna go. And I'll never forget it. I was standing in the newsroom, and this guy named Fred waved me up. He said, hey, come here, come here. Yeah. So I can't help I got, I got New York Times on the phone, dog. I can't do the internship because I just got a job. I told him about you. Do you want it? I said, New York Times? Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I got on the phone with them. I was like, oh, love to. I was completely different. Nah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> love to, blah, blah, blah. Went there. Uh, so I spent the summer in New York. Blew that one up. I don't think I knew that. I didn't know that either. I didn't know that. And then. Breaking uh, news right here on I the I was really podcast. ready to graduate then. Yeah. And uh, this is all leading back to the point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. But then I had a, um, I went on a convention in, in the Dallas Morning News. I went to interview with them. And uh, I wanted that, I wanted a job. I didn't want an internship. Right. right. And so they said, hey, we got a summer internship for you. And I was like, I'm not interested. Mm. And the guy looked at me like, I've never, like, what do you mean you're not interested? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Dallas Morning News. That's exactly what he said. <laughs> right. And I said, well, I've done the whole summer internship thing. Golf, tennis, I'm, I'm not interested in that. Right. So I appreciate it very right. much so, but I'm not interested. I said, if you had a fall internship, I would love that. Yeah. That's football. That's, that's a bunch of stuff. Yeah. But some of uh, nah, I'm going to school. Man. Yeah. He said, thank you. Okay. I appreciate it. Blah, blah. That man called me back a week later and said, so if we had a fall internship, you would come. I said, oh, yeah, I'd come for that. <laughs> right. He said, okay, we're going to create a fall internship for you. Oh, my oh, wow. goodness. Now, check this out. Check what has the Dallas Morning News had ever since then? Uh, apparently a fall internship. Fall, fall internship. internship ever wow. since then. So you started the fall internship program. He was yeah. the fall internship program. <laughs> yeah. And Do you then, ever go by? <laughs> have you, so let me, have any other, the crowd is loving this. They, 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 they love the, it. The, they love so it. have there any been other interns that have made it? Yeah. That, that through that fall program? Yeah. Oh, uh, do they thank you? Do they give you a little piece of their check? No, they should and have. They don't need to. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know. Um, yeah. Uh, but the other thing I did was halfway toward the end of that internship, I started killing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was okay before then, but at the end, I found a rhythm, got good. Oh, yeah. And I started killing it. So yeah. I went and said, hey, why don't y'all let me stay another three months? Mm. And uh, Dave Smith, the editor at the time, he's one of the giants in the business. He was like, now, you understand, we've never had a fall internship. And here you are in here in my office asking me if you can stay for another three months. Right. We've never had a six-month internship. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, you know, I'm just asking. Right. He said, I don't know. Let me think about it. This mm-hmm. was on a Friday. So I came back in. Monday he called me in. He said, okay, you can stay another three months. 
Wow. And so wow. I stayed until wow. March. And it just so happened, right when I was leaving, I'll never forget it, I hit a string of stories that was just bam, 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 bam. One of them was Kerry uh, Wood, who played for the Cubs all those years, yeah. mm-hmm. threw some kind of no-hitter for Grand Prairie, when where was- he threw like 190,000 pitches. Yep. And so I wrote a story about that, and um, I got a bunch of uh, – uh, we used to get memos all the time if you did something they liked or mm-hmm. if you did something they didn't like. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I remember it because no no cap, as the young folks say. Right, right, I right. I probably right. wrote like six stories in a two-week period that got a memo about this is fantastic work, blah, 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 blah. Oh, wow. Man. And so when my internship was over, they were like, if this is March. It's like, you graduate by the end of the year, we'll hire you mm. in January. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, cool. Um, which leads me back to the original thing. Like, you know, I always know it'll work. What I'm, what I'm saying is my dad used to always tell me, if you do good work, right, everything else follows. Right. Mm. But your work got to be at a premium. If it is, everything will work. You'll get money. You'll get women. You'll have whatever. <laughs> hey. Whatever you're looking for. <laughs> right. Hey. If your work is good, you'll everything have access. else will yeah. fall in line. So right. I know I can write. And so it's just a matter of can you get your work to enough people where they can see it and be like, oh, yeah, we got some value for this or we got a need for this uh, when you talk about the JJT Media Group. Wow. John, Sports Illustrated, front cover. Yeah, dog, it's a blessing. So – I mean that's. I mean, you're but front. check this Come out. I, I was the guy that used to. Now, I used to collect. Like I had Sports Illustrated. I probably you started had the getting bundles. Yeah, I, I would do it. Like you I, I started doing it as a junior yeah. in high school, through college. I was getting them when I lived in Europe. I was still getting Sports <laughs> Illustrated. Wow. I don't remember exactly when I stopped, but but it's it was a big deal, and I saved certain covers, and yeah. I don't have them on the wall or anything like that because I've moved around, but. I, for a while, that was like that was it, and you like know, you, you know, know, Matt does it. Yeah, I, oh, I've, wow. I've heard that. Yeah, yeah, I've heard y'all talk about that. Matt yeah. has like he has he's them like framed and stuff. Oh, he's yeah. serious. He's got like I want to say the number is like sixteen. Oh yeah. Oh dang. Framed on the wall. Dang. Yeah, I used to save like some of the Jordan ones. There's a Muhammad Ali that I had. Yeah. So Michael Johnson was on the cover. Yeah. Dallas guy, you're a buddy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was it was certain ones. Yeah, but I was really bummed that I didn't have a subscription when. Yours came out because I'm yeah. like I would that was, I would have saved that one right 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 that was right. awesome yeah and that's just a blessing it was um, I just got a phone call one day that said hey we've been trying to do a piece on Deion Sanders and we heard you were the Deion Whisperer <laughs> <laughs> and I said I don't know if I'm the Deion Whisperer but he will return my phone call if right. I call him right right <laughs> and so uh, uh, I told him hey hey I just got a call from SI what you think he's like hey yeah, let's do it. Yeah. I said, okay. So we set up a time. I was going to come down and talk to him. Or actually, he was up here. Whatever. We talked at the photo shoot. Um, it turned out to be a great piece. Um, you know, I'm saying this like this because I'm thinking about it. Right. When I, you know, I know when I write something that's really good, that's average, that's, that's solid, right. whatever. But I knew, when, I knew when that one was done that that was, that was good. Yeah. yeah. And then two days later, I got a phone call. It said, I've been looking for somebody to write a book on Deion Sanders for two years. I just mm. read your Sports Illustrated story. Will you do the book? And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the JJ Sports Media. Illustrated. <laughs> yeah. JJT, JJT Media, Media Group. Group. Yeah. Yep. So the Sports <laughs> Illustrated story literally spawned a book. Like most wow. Time, Man. Most, I have thought about writing a book before. But you, uh, you wrote one book. Well, I've written. I don't. Listen, let me class. Like, I've written two books before, but two I don't books. count those as books. 
And here's why. Mm-hmm. Those are like a series of stories, stories yeah. put together. Okay. A book is like a beginning, a middle, and an end. It's got an arc to it and right. all of that. And so uh, normally when you do that, man, you got to send in a sample chapter and all this other stuff right. and, yeah. and hope somebody buys it. And here's some people from HarperCollins, number two publishing house in America, talking about, hey, we want you to do this. <laughs> here's the money we think, you know, we'd like to talk to you. Start here, you know, can you do it? Right. And I was like, yeah, 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 let's go. Wow. Um, and so, it's, it's, so it's been a blessing. It's been a great opportunity. It's been a great experience. Yeah. And, uh, you know, hopefully this will uh, – you know, jumpstart some other stuff. Do you want to write more books? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, see, I say it like that because I, originally I didn't think I wanted to write books because I used to call myself, I used to describe myself when I was having this conversation with other reporters. Like, I'm like a baseball player. I like to show up and write every day. I like right. to, And, you know, if I go 0 for 4 today, I know that tomorrow, okay, I can go 4 for 4. Right. Yeah, but I like to, I like every day putting something out i like the i like the daily thing i don't like to have to wait right to see my finished product because i get off on seeing okay i did that i can make that better let me do that mm-hmm. take that to the next one but uh this book writing process has been uh, is, is a little different than i anticipated so it's given me because it was covering a season it kind of gave me some of the day-by-day stuff that i like um but also like i'll go deeper with y'all but i like the over the last couple of years I become kind of uh, now. This is some nerdy journalism stuff. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> I become obsessed with interviewing. Okay. Right. Yeah. Like the art of interviewing. Sure. And how you interview and right. how you get people to tell you stuff and how you probe people and how you dig deep on people. Uh, so the book afforded me the opportunity to do that. Mm-hmm. And so now that I've done it, like I just told uh, Brent that I turned it in. I was like, oh, I could be so much better. <laughs> Right, 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 right. Now that I turn it in, because I see how to do it or what I should have done. Right. So, yeah, if you can, uh, if I can find another project, yeah. I mean, I've got a couple in mind. Yeah. And one of them they seem to be pretty excited about. Yeah. But, you know, I got to get one done. Get, get one all the way through. So this with, so this one with, with Dion, I mean, first of all, I mean, I, you know, amazing article, Sports Illustrated. A lot of folks loved it, of course. You get that, you get the book deal. Right afterwards, but I'm sure you had to go to him say, "Hey, you know, you're cool. You want to do this? Was he all in?" Um, his thing about Dion, man. Uh, me and Dion been cool for years. Yeah. Uh, and so we had. Uh, let me see how to say. It. Yeah. So I get the call. I go, okay, I'll check with him. Right. So I send him a text. I say, hey, I got something to run past you, man. Holler at me when you get a chance. Mm-hmm. And uh, he hollered me like five minutes later. He's like, are you sounding all cryptic? What's, what's up? Because <laughs> I wanted you to call me back. <laughs> right. And uh, I said, hey, dog, hey, uh, here's what I got. And I laid it all out for him. I said, yeah. here's how much they're paying me. Here's, what they, here's the deal, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. What you think? He's like, have you signed a contract yet? And I was like, dog, <laughs> I can't sign a contract before I call you and talk to you and run it past you. Right, right, right. I said, I got respect for you like that, man. Right. And he's like, oh, no, dog, I got you. Whatever you need. I got you. Yeah. So uh, called back, told them I'm good. And then, of course, he is a business. So then, sure. of course, his business people are like, hey, now, wait a minute now. Hey, we got some other things right, cooking, right, popping, right. running. Right. He's, that, of course, he ain't thought about. Right. So uh, we had some conversations with the business people, but they were ultimately they were like, fine. Right. Had to work through a little, uh, what do you call it? Fine, fine. Red, Red tape. tape. Yep. Just, yep. A, just a little bit. Not very, much, yeah. not very much at all. Just yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And um, and he was cool. And then 
um, he took care of me. And yeah. uh, the funny thing about doing the book is, you know, he's at work. Yeah. So Dion, when he's not at work, is different than Dion when he is at work, which, took, sure. me, which took me a minute to figure out. Yeah. Okay. Because why? I've seen him as a player, but right. I ain't seen him as a coach at work. Ah. Right. And so, That's different. No, it, no, it is different. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. the, the leadership <laughs> changes, I think, and the mentality yeah. changes. Because I walked to him up on a Friday right before a team meeting and said, hey, I got a question for you. Dog, ain't there's no question today. Mm. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> then he said, he said. My fault. <laughs> he said, unless. He said something like, I ain't asked no question today. And he, I think he thought he sounded a little harsh. He said, unless it's like you're just curious about something. Right. Right. I said, oh, yeah, I'm just curious about something. Right, right, right. And so I came up with a fake question right, right. quick. <laughs> <laughs> no, real talk. I came up with a fake question right quick. <laughs> right. And he answered right. it. Right. And I was like, okay, good. I appreciate you. I'm done. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and then I went on about my business. And then what I figured out was um, – I found out a time I could talk to him mm-hmm. because I really didn't bother him that much. Yeah. Uh, because he gave me such access, like I could go to any meeting I wanted to go to. I could go sit, I'd just do whatever I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really need him all that much. And then two or three times during the season, he'd be like, yo, Jacques Cousteau, let's go talk. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Jacques Cousteau, though, dog. Hey, so we go that's catch what most up. people think. That's right. That's and, right. Uh, we chit-chat and... Uh, you know, so it was fantastic, man. It's only two things he didn't allow me to do. And one of them, I couldn't really figure out. I need to ask him why. Mm-hmm. I understood the first one. Mm-hmm. And the second one, I take, I kind of blame it on me mm-hmm. because I didn't, you know, the problem is, not the problem. The issue I had all year was I was still doing some work for ESPN. Okay. And it was, what can I, you know, I don't want to reveal, I don't want to, I got a bunch of great stories. Right. But I'm saving them for the book. Right. Oh, 100%. So what can I write for ESPN that's good and quality mm-hmm. without revealing too much? Mm-hmm. Save it for the book. And so this last thing you didn't let me do, yeah, I, I blame myself because I don't think I conveyed, like, if you let me do this, this for the book, not for something that'll be on ESPN. Right, right. In 20 minutes. Right, right. right. And that was his last talk with his team. Oh, okay. Now, I still got enough to do what I need to do for the next day, but uh, I don't think I made it clear that, hey, if we do this, I'll, you know. And I say that because the meeting was literally over, and I was walking to one of the assistant coaches' truck with him because mm-hmm. he was leaving. Mm-hmm. And some and Bruce Feldman already had a tweet out about Deion Sanders just told his team he was leaving. Oh, wow. That was within, I'm not capping, that was within two minutes of the meeting being over. God. Oh, wow. So what happened is somebody in there, as soon as it was over, like, boo doo doo set that he's, out. He's gone. Right. So I couldn't have done no worse than that. No. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> shoot. <laughs> two minutes? Uh, but he was uh, he was fantastic to me. He's great to me. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, he's uh, you know he's my boy. So when, when you're doing a story like that and you've got, you're obviously the hired gun to go tell his story. Does he get a cut in that? In the book or anything like that? No. And he, didn't, and he didn't ask for one. Really? No. He, so he's just and it's not, agreed he, to be the subject matter, and that was well, it. Well, it's, it's Jackson State's 2022 season. Mm-hmm. And so it's not just Dion; It's about the cats on the team. Now, he's the central player. Of sure. course, yeah. But, you know, the interesting thing of it is that dude, man, um, I don't really talk to people about it because you're not going to convince them Whatever their perception is of Dion is, is right. what it is. Whatever right. I say, 
right. is not going to convince them otherwise. So I don't try to convince people otherwise. And I told him, because uh, I walked up to him one day, man, and I said, dog, I forget. What kind of podcast is this? It's, anyway, <laughs> I said, dog. You, you good. You're, you're, you're good. Safe. I said, you're dog. Because, you know, he doesn't curse. Right. Yeah. Uh, I said, dog, you doing some good shit out here, man. Right, right. And right. I gave him the bro man hug. He looked at me like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and so I told him a couple stories that kids had told me. He said, oh, yeah. Oh, you talking about that? You know, that's just kind of what we do, man. Right. Oh, he wow. said, And he said, but if you think that was big, you should come later on today and see what we got scheduled for today. Mm. And so I went to it and I was like, ah, wow. And so, you know, man, so what I'm getting at is, you know, you can, now, he's like everybody. And every decision he makes is not a good decision. Right. Yeah. But I'm telling you, man, that dude's heart is in the right spot. Right. It's not always executed properly. Sure. But his heart is always in the right spot. And, like, like I don't think this made the book. But stuff like this. Mm-hmm. So when I go talking to interviewing players for the book, I, my first question is always, how you get to Jackson State? Because mm-hmm. that is not most people's first destination point it, for this particular <laughs> team. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, before he showed up, this might have been your the, first that destination That was what they were point. thinking. Right. The, the caliber but, of kid that yeah, was there at that But time. when you show up, now that he's there, normally this is not your first spot. Right. Mm-hmm. So ask him. Ask this guy, white quarterback, mm-hmm. Grayson, mm-hmm. from uh, Denton. Uh, how you get it? He goes, oh, me and uh, Shadura played on the same seven on seventeen. Oh, okay, makes sense. Mm-hmm. So we asked him da, da da. I said, okay, but how you get here? He said, well, you know, we had, me and Shadura got to be tight because we spent a lot of time on the same team. But they were both quarterbacks. Yeah. So here's how it happened. Mm. So Dion had two or three seven on seven teams. Each one of them had two quarterbacks. Both quarterbacks are supposed to play a half. First and third, second and fourth. Mm-hmm. Grayson, I told you, he's a white guy. Mm-hmm. Dion peeps it. The coach who's coaching that particular seven on seventeen is not rotating Grayson in the way he's supposed to be rotated in for whatever reason. <laughs> so Prime goes find the dude's daddy and says, "Hey, I saw what was going on. I'm sorry. It's not supposed to be like that. I'm gonna put Grayson on my team with your door. That way, you don't have to worry about whether your son gonna get his." His 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 reps his reps yeah. every weekend wow and that's how they got to be friends so I'm talking to Grace and I'm like so did he really know you he said not at that time he just went he didn't think it was fair so he just went and told my daddy that dang and he said and so Grace is like I didn't even know he told my dad until my dad got home and said I talked to Pearl's Prime I said you thought you was in trouble didn't you he said, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Straight I up. Did. Straight up. <laughs> and then he told the story. But that's what I'm talking about when I say, like, his heart's always in the right spot. Right. Uh, but, like, everybody, everything's not always executed properly. But uh, what he does what he does for kids and how he tries to uh, teach them about being men, yeah. man, that's real and that's helpful and that, that will change lives. And uh, wow. But, again, I ain't trying to convince nobody because whatever you think about that's him what you think, is yeah. what you think about him. Yeah. Okay. Going to change a little bit. Because there's a couple of things. You, you see, you you have you've crossed paths with some very amazing people and some 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 cold cats in Dallas. I mean, straight up in Dallas. Seriously, ah, yeah. I'm talking about. So I know you know you and Dion probably been tight for for years, right? Covering the Cowboys. Covering the Cowboys, right? Right. And then so 
Larry Johnson, <laughs> Michael Johnson. <laughs> so Michael Johnson got how many? I mean, he he was like he's my favorite Olympian of I all mean, time. I mean, I mean, Michael Johnson. Not just because was, his parents lived across the street. You know, yeah, <laughs> Michael lived right across the street. I mean, yeah. you know, that's my dog. Yeah, I mean, great dude. I mean, always been the same since the beginning. Like I, right. you know, I haven't seen him in years, but cool cat. Yep, Larry Johnson. That's to whip his ass on basketball, though. What? Come on. Mike can run. He couldn't shoot. Oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, sorry, Mike. <laughs> he's got to set us up. Yeah, yeah, so we yeah, can yeah. get real, need, Mike's version. We need of that. to hear. We need to hear Mike's version. Ain't but athlete, obviously. Oh, hundred percent. But just playing basketball, basketball game in you my backyard. A, you Could, a, can't mess with Jacques. Couldn't no. mess with you. No. You knew where the backboard was going to lean and how it's going. There you yeah, go. I See, got you. Where the sun hit that joker. That home court situation. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so how was that? I mean, like, did you know y'all were all going to be so successful? I mean, for real, like now me and um. Now, me and Mike was cool. Yeah. Obviously, because we're in the same neighborhood roads. Because what happened was we just used to ride the same bus. Okay. And because the bus let us off at Rugged and Ledbetter, <laughs> we would walk home yep. together talking every day. Yeah. And then I would stop it. I would go into my house and he'd walk another half a block to his house. To his yeah. house. Um, and so we just got to be friends o- over those conversations, walking home, telling lies about <laughs> yeah. you know, what goes on in school. And then here's a year behind me. So when I got a car, my, uh, I think I got a car my junior year, mm-hmm. whatever it was. Whenever I got one, we caught the bus at Kimball. Mm-hmm. So me and my 71 Volkswagen, I roll up there, pick him up, and then we ride to school. And those are where the adventures took place. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, I'm so one day, sure. <laughs> one day it was raining. Yeah. And the windshield wipers went out. Mm. Ooh, been there. Been right? there. Been there, bro. Now, you got to understand, I, I I got a young car. I got an old car, but it's yeah. my car. Right. Yeah. Hey. And so what do I do? I got to act a fool some days. I screech out the parking lot in my 71 Volkswagen like yeah. I'm really doing something. <laughs> yeah. And so I did that one day, and that joker stopped. Mm. I can't tell you where it stopped, but it stopped on the route oh, to no. school. And oh, we were like, no, and we were like dog, the bus is going to pass us. <laughs> We can't be seen out here up under the hood trying to figure out what's wrong with the car. So, duh, no cap. We saw the bus coming. We started running, making a beeline, trying to hide so that we would not be ridiculed by the folks on the bus, especially since I done peeled out oh, that's in my terrible. 71 Volkswagen. You had every all eyes on me, uh, duh. but and not, not when I'm on the side. Car stopped one time because I, I didn't know you were supposed to put oil in it. Right. Oh, oh wow! Dang, yeah, that's that's, that's that, a bad one. Yeah. That's so, that, that's so we had stuff. many adventures, right? In in the yellow Volkswagen. Man. Wow, man, that is good. Many adventures. I, I mean, it's amazing to see, like you said, that both of them become like so yeah. successful, so successful in their fields. I mean, yeah. and then so did was LJ a friends with you guys at all? Or he just nah, he was I just, just cause uh, everybody knew when he was in high school he was the man. Yeah, but he was. Like, he's younger than. Was he like a year younger? No, nah, he was. His year was, older. No, nah, he was much younger than me. He was, was he? Like he was a freshman my senior year. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. So okay. that makes but, yeah, because Michael was a year younger than. You. Gotcha. But check this out. So, but I, the thing Larry Johnson did was, um, uh, he might have been. A, I think he was a sophomore. Nah, he, he might have been a sophomore my senior year. Yeah, I, think okay, I was going to say because he took him to the playoffs and, and the way it happened is I remember I found a notebook. Knowing me, if you bet me some money, I could probably put my hands on this notebook. Yeah, <laughs> I believe you. I ain't gonna bet. And you. that's because that's because <laughs> I, I had. I, I might bet you because I might want to know what's in the notebook. Yeah, lying. No, it's a notebook where I had written out the questions for this interview I had with Larry. Oh, okay, that's why I kept the notebook. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. Um, 
And so he answered whatever questions I had. But what happened was my senior year, so yeah, he was a sophomore, I believe, mm -hmm. is we were playing Samuel in the playoffs. They had a big dude named Steve Miles, mm -hmm. uh, who I think played at Texas Tech. And uh, going into the playoffs, um, I had the first. You know, I'm all about them first. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, this is high school, though. Okay. First front page story on uh, the basketball, first sports story on the front page of the school paper. And what happened is, wow. this is how I look back and go, okay, this is probably what I was supposed to be doing. Yeah. Because yeah. I went to Coach Mayo's <laughs> office, and I had him diagram some stuff for me, mm -hmm. put the diagrams on the page. Mm -hmm. And so we had this big story, big story about Larry and what we're going to do in the playoffs. And we wow. had another story down the front. Nice. And it was, uh, yeah, dog. Oh, that was That's pretty tight. Money. Yeah. 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 Larry Carr, the wrestling coach, mad. We never had wrestling. We've had championships in wrestling. We've never been on the front page. Yeah. Uh, that's definition of a hitter. Of a oh, hater. man. Definition God, of a hitter. No. Well, I tell you what, uh, you know, that joker, I mean, he definitely has some moments where, he, yeah, this is exactly what you're supposed to be doing. Yes. <laughs> I don't, I don't, this is exactly what I, you're supposed like to be doing. Some people say that they get like an inkling from God. Right. Some people get hit with a two before. <laughs> I think you had multiple two before moments in your life. Well, you know, man, I, I'm I'm real about it. I say when it's uh, when God has ordained it, you know, it just kind of opens up and you just kind of flow through it. Yeah. But you got to keep working. Got to. Oh, well, yeah, that's all part of the process. It's a collaboration. Ain't no, ain't no handouts. Yeah. yeah. Look here, we got a couple more questions. We got we got got one 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 little question, then we're gonna go to the, uh, so, the smoke shots. Gonna go to the smoke shots. All right. Uh, newspapers, they gonna be here in twenty years? Are they here now? <laughs> <laughs> I gave up on newspapers a long time ago. But right. what happens is content is always yeah. here, so right. it doesn't really matter how you produce it. Right. Uh, whether it's on TV, whether it's on podcasts, whether it's on radio, whether yeah. you're writing for a website, whether it's your own website. Right. Um, content is king. So right. if you can produce content, it doesn't matter how you package it. Right. It remains content. That makes sense. So the Dallas Morning News will at least be alive digitally. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. That's mm. a relief. Yeah, I know, right. right? I still, man, but it's, it's still nothing so, like the newspaper. No, I, I love Plus holding it. I love holding newspapers, but what I've learned and I didn't know before is I've got the app for Dallas Morning News. So you can actually, yeah, yes. So ah, you can actually get the news. I like that. Instead of just reading articles, you get the printout of the paper, what it looks like, and right. then you can pick the article, yeah. and it'll highlight it for you. So then right. you can go in and read it. But at least, and you can turn the pages. Oh yeah, yeah, it'll turn yeah. the pages. Oh, I've seen that. So that's that's a whole new experience for me. I've been doing that the last probably about a month or so. Well, then they didn't do a good job of. Uh, they haven't promoted that promoting well. Promoting it. No. No, because uh -uh. it hadn't been like that forever. Yeah. But I've been like that for probably three, four, five years. See? Oh, that's a long time. So and I've had, had the app for a while because, you know, I try to support yeah, yeah. the local media. Absolutely. Because they're, they're, they're our people. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. Oh, you can, yeah. You okay. Get, so yeah. it looks like so you, it's digital, but it looks like the paper. Okay. It looks just like it would. Yeah, I'm sure they can they see can't that. can see it. Yeah. That's all right. Don't worry about it. You did a good. I mean, yeah. I tried to show them. Yeah. Sexy Ramon oh, yeah. might be able to make him see it. I don't know. He's talented and gifted. Sexy like Ramon is cold. It's a cold. Uh, it's a cold man. All right, so we, we do this thing with our guests where we do what we call seven smoke shots. Yes. So these are quick answers. Yeah. And and then when you're done, I've guessed what I think your answers are going to oh, be. Right. Oh. So we'll see. We'll see if how how <laughs> number one is missionary. <laughs> Whole lot of <laughs> right. right. All right. <laughs> what 
Question, what would you do if you were in ministry? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Way to say it. Oh, Bishop wow. Brent. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Well done. All right. I know you like to drink sparkling water. You ready? Yes. Waterloo watermelon or Topo Chico lime? Uh, Waterloo watermelon. Mm. Goes oh. great with watermelon rock. Mm. <laughs> no, right. like, it's a different it's word. Oh. Oh. <laughs> now, see, that's now what I want you to understand okay. is. You can put pineapple Waterloo with pineapple Ciroc, right. and that's cool. Right. And you can mix them like, th- no, watermelon Ciroc right. with watermelon Waterloo. Waterloo that's, a that's, a, that's a different, that's all I drink. Yeah, it is. Hey, yeah, you heard, heard it. Yeah. <laughs> it's also got no calories yeah. and no carbs for us people who are trying to be sexy. You hear that, Ramon? Sexy Ramon. <laughs> all right. Back in the day, Six uh-huh. Flags or Wet n Wild? Uh, definitely Six Flags. Got it. <laughs> Greater duo from I the same high school. I be taking my shirt off at wedding well. Oh. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. There you go. Yeah. Well, we wore, I wore glasses, so oh, wedding well was not that much fun. You can't right. see nothing. I wore a T-shirt because I was only 37 yeah. pounds as a freshman in high school. You, well, you, when you got wet, you are like 38. I was. <laughs> Straight up. Straight up. Greater duo from the same high school, Clayton Kershaw and Matthew Stafford. Or Larry Johnson and Michael Johnson. Uh, definitely Larry and Michael. Highland <laughs> Park got enough privilege. I'd never vote for them for nothing. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep it real with stuff. <laughs> they ain't never get my vote. <laughs> I award you no points, and may God have mercy on you. Oh God! Oh my! All right. Uh, better interview. Better interview. Bill Parcells or Ron Washington? Oh. Oh. Now that is a great oh. question. Oh, that's a good one. You know, that's my goal in life. For me personally, you did a good. For me personally, it'd be Wash. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Benz or Jag? I've had both. Oh. 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 <laughs> I prefer the Benzo. Oh. Okay. 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 Right. Benzo by a nose. By a nose. Okay. Yeah. Better Bulls team: first three peat, second three peat. Mm. Yeah, which was Robin with second? Then it was the second. Yeah, that's why because they had to defend and the rebound. Yep. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. All right, last question: More likely to win it all sooner, Longhorns or Cowboys? Mm, that's a good question Ooh. too, bro. Oh, Man. Oh, I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say Longhorns. Okay. Oh wow. Mm. Okay. All right. Mm. Man, oh, explain that one. I, usually, we don't have to have explain, yeah, I mean, explain uh, that one. You um, you you believe in Sarkeesian? No, they're going not, to the SEC. Not per se, not per se. But the game is. It doesn't matter what level you playing at. The game yeah. is about the quarterback. Yeah. yeah. And if you can recruit elite quarterbacks, now here's the key word. Right. And develop, and develop them, which yeah. in general UT has not done. Right. If you can develop Arch Manning or Quinn Ewers. Into that guy, then the players will come, and once you got the players, you're in a conversation. Right. I mean, it's like the Buckeyes. Right. It's always about the Buckeyes. That's true. Hey, <laughs> but what have we done with Ryan Day that we didn't do with Urban Meyer? Urban Meyer went a different way, and that's cool. He ran mm-hmm. with dual threat quarterbacks who could throw for college, but not in the NFL. Right. Ryan Day went in with NFL passes with first round picks. Right. And that's why we're in a conversation every year. Yep. Mm-hmm. We don't win it every year, obviously, but we're in a conversation. In the mix. Yeah, and yeah. you got to deal with us to get where you're trying to go. Yeah. Wow. It's because of the quarterback play. So, yep. if they can develop them cats, 
they'll be in the conversation. And then if they can develop them, then what else will happen? Yeah. You'll have that guy every, every year, year because you can't develop The him. next guy knows. But he just hand. said some stupid shit that, that <laughs> just had yeah. me shaking my head. Yeah. Did y'all see what he said? No. no that's oh, yeah. it. Let me go to a videotape. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Because it's just dumb, man. It's, it's You so know what it is, man? I, I saw it's, it looping on ESPN, it's, but it's I didn't hear it. old man thinking. Yeah. And old man thinking in young man college football, get your butt kicked yep. on a regular basis. And he's talking about Quinn Ewers. Mm-hmm. And he's talking, see, I have a circle. God, oh, God, wow. Yeah, that, that meant something. Receipts. Yeah. Yes. And he's talking <laughs> about Quinn Ewers. And he says, Quinn's a great kid. He's a great teammate. He's really comf- really coachable. But the one thing we had talked about is sometimes your appearance and perception precedes you. Uh, and he's talking about because he had that mullet and his other. Yeah. No, stop with that. Yeah. That's that whole, you got yeah. tats, you got dreads. Say that behind you, the scenes you're if you a thug, think that. Da, da, da. Yeah. No, man. Yeah. Just let no, it be man. him. It's, that's, I mean, so we really, in 2023, we so still want to judge people on whether you got this, quote, white folk defined clean cut look. Yeah. Right. Y'all going to make me cuss, man. Uh-oh. Yeah. Hey. I'm going to save it. Hey. It's going to be in the book. It's going to be in the next book. You know, that's eight letter cuss word. Right? Yeah, yeah, that sir. really is. Man, look here, y'all. This is this has been absolutely amazing. Jock, man, thank you so much for taking the time. I know as busy as you oh, are. Yeah, fellas, man. Hey, man, we you do appreciate We know you've been in Jackson and Colorado and trying to. Everywhere. Everywhere, just getting your book done. Yes, but I mean, y'all family, man. Hey, oh, and man, we appreciate hey, that. Much, hey. much respect, man. We sure appreciate you taking the time to hang out with us. The rugged and Ledbetter crew. <laughs> On the pretty funny <laughs> Listen, y'all, y'all tune in with us next time. Thank you for hanging out with us and and the great Jean-Jacques Taylor. One more time. Yes, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, But as Juan always says. Don't stop till you get enough. However. Should you find that you've had your fill, we highly recommend that you shut it down. Back up off of it. Cut it out. Let it breathe. Stop doing it. All right, y'all. Peace out. We'll holler at you next time. Say goodnight to mama. Good night, mama. This program was brought to you by Smokey John's Barbecue Sauce and Barbecue Rub. It's for your meat.